0: I remember my mom saying, Stephen, we don't hate anyone. This is the Lifespring Family Audio Bible, and coming to you from Riverside, California, podcasting since 2004, I'm your OG Godcaster, Steve Webb. This is the daily podcast where we read the entire Bible in a year. How are you? Welcome. Today, we're going to read Psalms 15 through 17, and I'm calling the episode, who can come into God's presence. And of course, we've got our On This Day in Church History segment. Let's get started. Psalm 15 Lord, who may enter your temple? Who may worship on Zion, your sacred hill? Those who obey God in everything, and always do what is right, whose words are true and sincere, and who do not slander others, they do no wrong to their friends, nor spread rumors about their neighbors. They despise those whom God rejects, but honor those who obey the Lord. They always do what they promise, no matter how much it may cost. They make loans without charging interest and cannot be bribed to testify against the innocent. Whoever does these things will always be secure. Psalm 16 Protect me, God, because I depend on you. Some of you have said to the Lord, You are my Lord. Every good thing I have comes from you. BUT YOU HAVE ALSO SAID ABOUT THE GODS OF THIS LAND, THEY ARE MY POWERFUL GODS, THEY ARE THE ONES WHO MAKE ME HAPPY, BUT THOSE WHO WORSHIP OTHER GODS WILL HAVE MANY TROUBLES, I WILL NOT SHARE IN THE GIFTS OF BLOOD THEY OFFER TO THEIR IDOLS, I WILL NOT EVEN SAY THEIR NAMES, LORD, YOU GIVE ME ALL THAT I NEED, YOU SUPPORT ME, YOU GIVE ME MY SHARE, MY SHARE IS WONDERFUL, MY INHERITANCE IS VERY BEAUTIFUL, I PRAISE THE LORD BECAUSE HE TAUGHT ME WELL, Even at night He put His instructions deep inside my mind. I always remember that the Lord is with me. He is here, close by my side, so nothing can defeat me. So my heart and soul will be very happy. Even my body will live in safety, because you will not leave me in the place of death. You will not let your faithful one rot in the grave. You will teach me the right way to live. Just being with you will bring complete happiness. BEING AT YOUR RIGHT SIDE WILL MAKE ME HAPPY FOREVER. PSALMS 17 Hear a just cause, O LORD. Give heed to my cry. Give ear to my prayer which is not from deceitful lips. Let my judgment come forth from your presence. Let your eyes look with equity. You have tried my heart. You have visited me by night. You have tested me, and you find nothing. I have purposed that my mouth will not transgress. As for the deeds of men, by the word of your lips I have kept from the paths of the violent. My steps have held fast to your paths. My feet have not slipped. I have called upon you, for you will answer me, O God. Incline your ear to me, hear my speech. Wondrously show your loving kindness, O Savior of those who take refuge at your right hand, from those who rise up against them. Keep me as the apple of the eye. HIDE ME IN THE SHADOW OF YOUR WINGS FROM THE WICKED WHO DESPOIL ME, MY DEADLY ENEMIES WHO SURROUND ME. THEY HAVE CLOSED THEIR UNFEELING HEART. WITH THEIR MOUTH THEY SPEAK PROUDLY. THEY HAVE NOW SURROUNDED US IN OUR STEPS. THEY SET THEIR EYES TO CAST US DOWN TO THE GROUND. HE IS LIKE A LION THAT IS EAGER TO TEAR, AND AS A YOUNG LION LURKING IN HIDING PLACES. ARISE, O LORD, CONFRONT HIM, BRING HIM LOW. DELIVER MY SOUL FROM THE WICKED WITH YOUR SWORD. From men with your hand, O Lord, from men of the world whose portion is in this life and whose belly you fill with your treasure, they are satisfied with children and leave their abundance to their babes. As for me, I shall behold your face in righteousness. I will be satisfied with your likeness when I awake. I'd like to talk a little bit about our first psalm today, Psalm 15. It was our shortest one, but it's the one that I've got the most amount of comments on, so we'll talk about that one. David begins the psalm with two questions, Lord, who may enter your temple? And who may worship on Zion, your sacred hill? Well, these two questions show the desire of David's heart. He longed to be in God's presence, which is what the temple represented. Well, David answers his own questions, and it's important for us to remember that he wrote from the perspective of the Old Testament or Old Covenant. And from that perspective, obedience, or the lack thereof, determined the blessings or curses that a person could expect. The person who was not in obedience to God could not expect the blessing of God's presence. Now, the New Testament gives us a different basis for receiving God's blessing and being able to be in His presence, doesn't it? Because of Jesus' sacrifice on the cross, faith in Him is the grounds on which we receive blessings and come into relationship with God. It is very important to understand, however, that obedience or rebellion is an indicator of whether we actually do have a relationship with God, or, put another way, if we have a genuine faith. First John 1 John 1.6 tells us, If we say we have fellowship with Him, yet we walk in darkness, we are lying and are not practicing the truth. But if we walk in the light as He Himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. So, in other words, if we say we believe, but our life doesn't reflect a changed heart, we're liars. In David's list, which, by the way, is just a representative list, not an exhaustive one, one of the things he lists is, they despise those whom God rejects. Now, that sounds harsh in our ears today, doesn't it? From childhood, many of us are taught not to hate anyone, I remember my mom saying, Stephen, we don't hate anyone. Okay. (laughs) But listen to Proverbs 8.13. To honor the Lord is to hate evil. I hate pride and arrogance, evil ways and false words. So the fact is, the person who does evil habitually is in fact rejected by God and the righteous man must also reject such a person. Listen carefully, though. I'm not saying that we are to assume that this person is beyond God's ability to forgive if they come to Christ. I like the way Matthew Poole, the 17th century commentator, put it. He said, He doth not admire his person, nor envy his condition, nor court him with flatteries, nor value his company in conversation, nor approve of or comply with his courses, but he thinks meanly of him, He judgeth him a most miserable man, and a great object of pity. He abhors his wicked practices, and labors to make such ways contemptible and hateful to all men, as far as it lies in his power. So, putting it in more contemporary language, we're not to admire a person whom God rejects. We're not to envy him. We're not to flatter him. We shouldn't desire to hang around with him or go along with the things he does we should look on him with contempt, and we should pity him. We should hate the wicked things that he does, and we should speak out and show other people the error of his ways. The thing I want to focus on there is where he said we should think on that person as an object of pity, a great object of pity. So we should pray for them. The beginning of verse 4 is, they despise those whom God rejects. And then it says, but honor those who obey the Lord. I really love Spurgeon's comment on the second half of this verse. He said, We must be as honest in paying respect as in paying our bills. Honor to whom honor is due. To all good men we owe a debt of honor, and we have no right to hand over what is their due to vile persons who happen to be in high places. And that's exactly what happens so many times in our culture today. It's the person in high places who receive honor, regardless of their character and the most honorable among us is often overlooked. Let us not fall into this practice, beloved. I'd like to hear what you think. Agree? Disagree? What are your thoughts? Do you have a question? Let me know at comment.lifespringmedia.com or email me at steve at lifespringmedia.com or comment on the show notes page for this episode. I'll read some of your comments on the show. Tomorrow's reading is Job 11 and 12. Boost! I got a Boostergram this morning from Sean. He said, we finished our first month a few days ago and our first book today, right? Great milestones. I really love this format. Well, Sean, you're right. The new season started on September 1st. So at the end of September, we finished up the first month. And Joshua was our first completed book. So you got that right. Now, the next book we'll finish will be Romans. We've got three more Sundays in that great book. And then one book will take us the entire year to complete. Who wants to take a guess as to which that book will be? The first correct answer will receive a free PDF copy of Webb's Easy Bible Names Pronunciation Guide. Send your answer to me at steve at lifespringmedia.com with the subject line, This is the book, as in, this is the book that will take the entire year to read. Just put, this is the book, in your subject line. I'll announce the name of the winner on Friday's episode. (music) This day in church history, October 6, 1520, German reformer Martin Luther published his famous Prelude on the Babylonian Captivity of the Church, which attacked the sacramental system of the Catholic Church. And on this date in church history, 1816, William B. Bradbury was born. He was an American music teacher, editor, and publisher. He composed the music for several popular hymns, including He Leadeth Me. Savior, like a shepherd, lead us, my hope is built, and sweet hour of prayer. Hey, how did you find the show? Did a friend tell you? Did you hear about the show on another podcast? Did you learn about it from a card in a box of Cracker Jacks? Let me know. Email me at steve at lifespringmedia.com and use the subject line, here's where I found you, steve at lifespringmedia.com. We have no new prayer requests today, but if you'll send your prayer requests to prayer.lifespringmedia.com, I'll pray for them during my private prayer time, and we'll pray together on the show, prayer.lifespringmedia.com. Comment on the show at comment.lifespringmedia.com, email me at steve at lifespringmedia.com, or comment on the show notes page for this episode. I want to hear from you. A bit of a short show today. Until tomorrow, may God bless you richly. Thanks for spending time with me. My name is Steve Webb. Bye.